for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. I have a complaint. I have a bone to pick with you. Well, not really with you. But what do I do when I have when I'm frustrated? When I don't know who to go to in a problem? How do who do I go to when a situation seems like I can't handle it? There's a challenge at that point in our lives when we really are overwhelmed with um, concerns or issues and, and we just don't know who to go to. Um, I'm John Smizer and it's good to be with you today as we look into Exodus 5, 15 and following. I'm reminded of a lady that was on a show back in the uh, late 60s, early 70s called Laugh-In. Her name was Gilda Radner and she would uh, just be on a, on a tirade just telling somebody what for about an issue and she would complain and argue and and just uh, just berate them and then the person would say something like oh that isn't really what it was and they would solve the issue and she would go oh never mind because you see what she was arguing wasn't really the issue she challenged. She was challenged by the person uh, that she was talking to. Really, couldn't solve the issue. Today, uh, we come to the time when the children of Israel have uh, been in bondage, as we said, for four hundred years, and they have struggled uh, more and more with the oppression by Pharaoh. Today, let's listen to God's word as it directs us into the next portion of this lesson. Exodus chapter 5 verse 15 through chapter 6 verse 1. Then the Israelites overseers went and appealed to Pharaoh, Why have you treated your servants this way? Your servants are given no straw, yet we are told, Make bricks. Your servants are being beaten, but the fault is with your own people. Pharaoh said, Lazy, that's what you are, lazy. That is why you keep saying, Let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Now get to work. You will not be given any straw, yet you must produce your full quota of bricks. The Israelite overseers realized they were in trouble when they were told, You are not to reduce the number of bricks required of you for each day. When they left Pharaoh, they found Moses and Aaron waiting to meet them. And they said, May the Lord look on you and judge you. You have made us obnoxious to Pharaoh and his officials and have put a sword in their hand to kill us. Moses returned to the Lord and said, Why, Lord, why have you brought trouble on this people? Is this why you sent me? Ever since I went to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has brought trouble on this people, and you have not rescued your people at all. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. Because of my mighty hand, he will let them go. Because of my mighty hand, he will drive them out of his country. You see here it is that the Israelites are under the oppression of a tyrant, one who is just uh, egotistical, uh, self-absorbed, all of the terms you would want to use about someone who thinks they're in charge. And then also there are the slave drivers, those who are telling the people what they've got to do and everything. And so as we listen to the reading, who was it that the people went to to deal with this issue? Our very first verse says, Then the Israelite overseers went and appealed to Pharaoh. Who were they going to? They went to Pharaoh. Who do we go to in our problems? When our families have issues, when our uh, jobs are a challenge, you know, when there's something at the church, who do we go to for uh, sorting this thing out? They thought Pharaoh would be the one. Let's see what he says. And they approached him and said, Why have you treated your, your servants this way? Okay, here's a little sidelight. Whose servant were these Israelites? They were not Yahweh's servants. They weren't declaring themselves to be the Lord God Almighty's servants. No, they were trying to um, endear themselves to the Pharaoh. They said, we're your servants. He goes on then, verse 16, your servants are given no straw, yet you are, we are told, make bricks. Your servants are being beaten, but the fault is with your own people. Because they were pointing to the slave drivers who were told not to give them any straw. And so they went to Pharaoh saying, oh, it's their fault. Well, they missed out on who they should go to. And as Pharaoh read them, uh, read them down and told them this isn't right, it goes on. That it says, now get to work, verse 18. You will not be given any straw, yet you must produce your full quota of brick. The Israelite overseers realized they were in trouble when they were told you are not to reduce the number of bricks required of you for each day. They think that somebody else is in charge. This, this is a point where they're claiming to be the servant of Pharaoh, the, the ones who will be obedient to him. Did that matter to him? Not one bit at all, because he's retaliating. He's striking back at them for how dare they request time away to worship another god. For him, he's God. If there's anybody they should worship, it's him. He goes on in verse 20. It says, When they left Pharaoh, they found Moses and Aaron waiting to meet them. And they said, May the Lord look on you and judge you. You have made us obnoxious to Pharaoh and his officials and have put a sword in their hand to kill us. They're just really not trusting the Lord. They're not ready to, to say, God, you've promised you're going to deliver us. Father, you're, you're the one who's called us as your children. But yet, 
these other people have charge over us. I thought you were supposed to deliver us. Have you ever gotten to that point? When you think that God has deserted you or in some way uh, not fulfilled his promise to you? That's what's happening here. They, they've been promised deliverance, but all they got were more burdens. Goes on here then, and then it says in verse 22, Moses returned to the Lord and said, Why, Lord, why have you brought trouble on this people? Is this why you sent me? Ever since I went to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has brought trouble on this people, and you have not rescued your people at all. I'm, I'm thinking the attitude of Moses is not one of condemnation or challenge to God. No, it's more with a heavy heart, a, a, a sad heart, a, a recognition of all of the uh, circumstances that the children of Israel are going with. And he just pleading with the Lord. He didn't go to Pharaoh. He didn't go to the taskmasters. No, he went where we need to go whenever a circumstance seems to be uh, oppressive or out of control for us. He went to the Lord and he told him exactly what the problem was. We need to learn that lesson. We spoke about it yesterday, but again today, God needs to be the first one we go to, not, not uh, some uh, uh, boss or some elder or some uh, teacher or, or whoever it may be we're going to go complain to when we feel like we're not getting the fair shake. We need to go to the Lord and cry out to Him and ask Him, Lord, what are you really doing? And that's what we need to do today is call on the Lord. Okay, what can we expect when we go to the Lord in prayer? When we go to Him with our concerns? When we seek His answers to the challenges we have? Well, we saw what happened when the Israelites went to Pharaoh. They got no relief. They got no answers. And then they went and complained to Moses. They challenged, what is he trying to do to them? Is it, He's making it worse. This 400 years of bondage is, is now becoming even worse than it's ever been before. Well, Moses, as we said earlier, knew where to go. He went to the Lord to cry out to him. What does the Lord say? Then the Lord said to Moses, now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. Because of my mighty hand, he will let them go. Because of my mighty hand, he will drive them out of his country. You see, the issue is now. It's a threshold. It's a time when things are going to be different. The way it was in the past, but now we're moving forward. And the Lord is going to do some mighty things. When we go to him with our concerns, he says to us, now, and he'll move forward. Let's go to him. Heavenly Father, today we understand 
that it's your mighty hand, your mighty arm that is able to accomplish so much. Lord, we thank you that you are always on our side. You want the very best for us. So in these days, Lord, as we struggle with challenges, we cry out to you. First and foremost, you first of all. Lord, be with us in the future. In your precious name, amen. Single soul, the